What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Born Again Biker Podcast. I'm your host, Mouthpiece. I'm the pastor of Victory Biker Church, Maine. This podcast is a place to discuss real, practical Christianity, biblical truth, and what it means for the motorcycle community. So hang on to your handlebars. Let's ride. Well, good morning, church. It's Pastor Chris. That's right. It's Mouthpiece coming at you, and you are listening to the Born Again Biker Podcast. And man, I am, what what an exciting day. You know, God, God has brought us to the book of Romans today. And I'm not sure who this is for, or who needs to hear this, but this is, this is a message about challenging God. And this is a message about questioning God. And again, I don't know who this is for, but I know somebody out there needs to hear this. Uh, so I want you to turn to uh, Romans chapter 9 in your Bibles. We're going to start in verse 14, and we're going to read until God says to stop. Uh, so are we saying then that God was unfair? Of course not. For God said to Moses, I will show mercy to anyone I choose, and I will show compassion to anyone I choose. So it is God who decides to show mercy. We can neither choose it nor work for it. The scriptures say that God told Pharaoh, I have appointed you for the very purpose of displaying my power in you and to spread my fame throughout the earth. So you see, God chooses to show mercy to some and he chooses to harden the hearts of others so they can refuse to listen. Well then, you might say, why does God blame people for not responding? Haven't they simply done what he makes them do? No, don't say that. Who are you, a mere human being, to argue with God? Should the, th- should the thing that was created say to the one who created it, Why have you made me like this? When a potter makes jars out of clay, doesn't he have the right to use the same lump of clay to make one jar for decoration and another jar to throw garbage into? In the same way, even though God has the right to show his anger and his power, he is very patient with those on whom his anger falls, who are destined for destruction. He does not make, he does this to make the riches of his glory shine even brighter on those whom he shows mercy, who were prepared in advance for glory. All right, church. So again, today, today we're talking about the blame game, I guess. We're talking about Blaming God and accusing God for things that happen in life and in this world. You know, there's so many things right now that that people are saying, well, why isn't God stepping in? Why isn't God doing what everybody says God is going to do? And I'll be honest with you. I don't know the answer to that, church. I can tell you the answer that, that I think it is. And I think it's because God is a just God. And when you take him out of the equation, when you take God out of schools, out of courthouses, out of life, you're saying, you know, we as a society have said, we don't want him here. You know, there are those of us that do, but we as a society have gotten so far off the mark and so far away from, from his walk that we, we don't 
care if he's there or not. So let's start in verse 14. Let's, let's get to our scripture here. Uh, are we saying then that God was unfair? God is, doesn't have to be fair. When you can get out of your head that you have to try to understand why things happen through God, why God does things or doesn't do things, when you can get that out of your head, it is not his job to answer to us. He is the creator. He is the one that has created all things church. We answer to him. Whether people want to hear that or not, we answer to God. He doesn't have to explain himself to us because he's God. Are we saying then that God is unfair? Of course not. God will show mercy to anyone he chooses and he will show compassion to anyone he chooses. But, but there are times, there are times where God allows people to have hardened hearts. And they use the example here of Pharaoh. When, when, when the children of Israel were, were trying to leave in Exodus, um, he, he chose to allow Pharaoh's heart to be hardened. Um, and, and that in and of itself was the, just for the sole purpose of God showing his might and his power because at that point on earth, Pharaoh was the man. He was the guy. He was the all-powerful. He was the most powerful man on the planet. And for God to basically humble him and make him say, you know what? Why don't you guys just go? Please go. I don't want anything else to do with this God of yours. For, Pharaoh, for God to make Pharaoh do that, that was just God showing that he is more powerful than anything in this world. So, do we blame God? Are we blaming God for things that happen? No, we shouldn't be. We do. We as a society love to blame God. We don't want to look and see, oh, Man's sinful nature is the reason that this could have happened or this could have happened because, I don't know, there's sin in the world. We don't want to look at that because that's going to put some, that's going to put some responsibility on our shoulders. It's a lot easier to blame somebody else. And it's also a lot easier to blame a God you can't see. Okay. It's easier to put blame on God. But it says here, why does God blame people for not responding? Haven't they simply done what he makes them do? And that's not true. The next line says, no, don't say that. Are we as mere human beings? And that's the case here is mere human beings. That is the point I'm trying to make. We are a created being church. God is the creator. Are we supposed to question the creator? As, are we, as the created, supposed to question the creator? You know, if, if there's a potter and he makes, he's making, you know, it says here, you know, if he's making jars, doesn't he have the right to make jars however he wants? Doesn't that potter have the right to create whatever he wants? Doesn't that potter have the right to not create what he wants? 
Well, God is referenced in this Bible as the potter and we are the clay. He can shape us, mold us, and create us exactly as he wants for his work. We don't have to like it. We have to accept it. But we don't have to, we don't have to like where we're put 100% of the time. And that's the truth. And it's painful to grasp, but we don't have to like. There are times that I have in my walk with God that I have been in a place that I didn't understand. I didn't like it. I wanted to blame God. God, why did you put me here? And it was there to strengthen my faith. It was there to get me past a point that I didn't think that I would ever be able to get past it. I didn't get it get past it on my own. It helped me rely on God. Okay? That's what it was about. So today I, I want to talk I, I want to challenge you guys. When, when things get tough and when things happen that you don't understand, and when things happen that that go against what your wishes are. It's not our place to put blame on God. We are merely the jar. God is the potter. God is the one that is the creator of all things. And he's the one that's choosing to put things or to take things away in our lives. Simple. And the sooner we can get that reality into our minds, into our hearts, and into our spirits, the sooner we are able to move on to the next thing, the sooner we are able to get out of God's way and allow Him to move in our lives. So church, stay away from blaming God. It puts you in a bad place. It puts your mind in a bad place. It certainly puts your spirit in a bad place. Things happen, and things happen for a reason. We don't necessarily need to know what that reason is, and God doesn't need to explain himself to us. I love you. I'm going to see you guys tomorrow. Make sure you come into church tonight over at the Buker Community Center, 6 o'clock. We'll see you there. I love you. Be blessed.